0: Hello, and welcome to Chaplain's Word of the Day. I'm Chaplain Otis Corbett, and I invite you to come along with me as we explore God's Word so that we can be inspired, challenged, and comforted together. Hello, I'm Otis Corbett, and today I want to share a word about the highway to heaven as I comment on the good news found in the book of Romans. Now, no, I am not talking about the television show with Michael Landon. Instead, I'm talking about the pathway to salvation, which Paul outlined in the book of Romans. The last time that I posted, I recounted how, while trying to find the location of a meeting on an unfamiliar road in a nearby county, I inadvertently ran a stop sign, and I suffered the consequences of violating the traffic laws of my state. I commented then that the law was righteous, but it was harsh. And also, however, that there was good news. And today I want to show how this good news is found along the highway to heaven. Evangelists also call this pathway to salvation the Roman road in an ironic memory of the way that the gospel spread rapidly through the Roman Empire because of the excellent network of roads that Rome had built to control its empire. We can just as easily call it the highway to heaven, however, because that is where it will take us if we allow it to. So what are the stops along this pathway? The first stop is this, salvation is available to all. Romans 1.16 tells us, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek Now, during a time in which our nation seems more divided than any other since the Civil War, it is good to note that the first stop on this road is an inclusive stop. You see, it is within the power of God for everyone who believes to receive his salvation. As I write this, many people around the world are awaiting access to a COVID-19 vaccine, and many others, however, doubt its safety or its effectiveness. In contrast, God has great news for all of us. That is, God not only offers salvation to all, but he can give it to all as well. No waiting and no worrying about whether or not God's vaccine for sin works, because it does. The second stop tells us we can't please God ourselves. Romans 3, 9-12 says, what then? Are we Jews any better off? No, not at all. For we have already charged that all, both Jews and Greeks, are under sin. As it is written, none is righteous, no, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. So while we're on this theme of unity, Paul reminded us that while we may not be socially, politically, or ethically ethnically unified. We are all unified in one way. We have all sinned. And if you think that Paul was just speaking of a few people or a few people groups in ancient times, Romans 3.23 flatly says that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. The old saying goes, nobody's perfect, and that's true. So what's wrong with that? What's the problem? Well, no one is perfect save God, and he can have no fellowship with imperfection. And that leads us to the next stop along the highway to heaven. You see, the third stop tells us we have earned death, but we can have the gift of life. Because Romans 6.23 turns us from despair to hope. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God's eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. The cost of my traffic violation was high financially, but not nearly as high as violating the law of God. The penalty for that is death or eternal separation from God. But the good news here is that we can change our path and thus we can change our destination. We can have eternal life. We just cannot earn it ourselves. So how can we make that soul-saving turn? The fourth stop tells us, we are saved by confessing Jesus. Romans 10, 9-13 tells us how to get a, to a better place. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one be- believes and is justified, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. For the scripture says, everyone who believes in Him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between the Jew and Greek. For the same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing his riches on all who call upon him. For everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Again and again, God used Paul to give us good news as we travel the Roman road. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. All we must do is call on Him and surrender our pride and despair to Him in equal measure. And if we will do that, we will not be put to shame. We must recognize, however, that this salvation is a gift and we must accept it as a gift. We cannot add anything of our own to it and we cannot eliminate any part of it. We come to Jesus just as we are, tired and weary of trying to get somewhere on our own merit but actually just spinning our wheels. We need Jesus to give us a lift along this highway to heaven, and he will do that if we just let him. So in conclusion, I would be glad to help anyone find their way down the Roman road so that it would become their personal highway to heaven. You can contact me at Otis.corbett at gmail.com. Let me be your tour guide on the trip of a lifetime. Thanks for listening. I'll be back soon with another portion of God's Word that we can consider together. Every blessing, I'm Chaplain Otis Corbett.